This episode of The Latest is brought to you by The Latest. Programming note. While this show has not been acquired by Spotify, we can neither confirm nor deny that there have been no plans to purchase The Latest. For more updates, subscribe to The Latest on Apple Podcasts and tell your friends to do the same. Enjoy the show. It's Monday, July 27. I'm Greg Ott. This is the latest. Congressional lawmakers have been conducting an antitrust investigation into four of the largest tech companies. Facebook, Amazon, Apple and Alphabet are set to appear in front of Congress this week. And the question is, is have they become too powerful? Do they Those voices are discussing position? big tech, the, the, the companies of today that are working to make our lives better by actively making our lives worse. A high-profile antitrust investigation into whether some of the United States' biggest tech companies have become too powerful has raised an important question in Silicon Valley. If tech has become too big to fail, can it just buy some more iCloud storage? On Wednesday, Amazon, Apple, Facebook, and Google will appear before the House Judiciary Committee, through which the leaders of today's most influential companies will take on the role of their children in order to explain how their apps and devices are used to a body of elected officials whose average age is pushing 60. Amazon stands accused of unfairly dominating online shopping, swiping sales data from its competitors to create its own Amazon-branded products as casually as those same products are stolen from my vestibule. Apple is said to charge an unfair commission on apps sold through its app store, forcing hardworking developers to shell out 30% of the revenue from software essentials like Rat Hunter, Daily Bible Verse, and Fart Zone. For example, for every $1.99 Fart World Premium subscription, which grants members access to 20 premium farts, that amounts to an egregious 59 cents and 6 farts directly into Apple's pocket. That doesn't smell right to some. And neither does Google's sheer dominance in search, which has led many to complain that there's simply no useful alternative. The very same argument that's being made to make Joe Biden our next president. But the biggest target of the inquiry is likely to be Facebook's Mark Zuckerberg, a man who's slathered his face in gallons of sunscreen to prepare his body to take on excess heat for running the world's most reckless, conspiracy-fueled, viral propaganda and misinformation engine for baby boomers, oblivious suburbanites, and unpopular millennials. He's likely to face questions about Facebook's acquisition of Instagram, which turned a charming photo app into a charming stream of ads for therapists, liquor, and personal finance services, because its algorithm clearly thinks something's up with, uh, uh, you. He's also likely to take questions about the size of Facebook's ad business, which, together with Google, makes up 70% of the digital ad market. If they were smart, they'd run some Google and Facebook ads to capture the remaining 30%. And above all else, he's likely to be grilled on Facebook's corrosive effect on our society, which has grown from a perfectly mediocre website for keeping track of people I don't want to stay in touch with into a dangerously mediocre website for keeping track of people I definitely don't want to stay in touch with. In the late 90s and early 2000s, Microsoft was found to have engaged in anti-competitive behavior and was forced to separate Internet Explorer from Windows, pulling a King Solomon on a bug-ridden, hard-to-use young nerd. But since then, antitrust regulation in tech has been about as hands-off as Bill Gates' personal stylist. The sheer growth and power held by companies such as Amazon and Google has ushered in what's been called an era of non-innovation, making the tech industry look less like an Apple store and more like a Radio Shack. 
As a result, the creation of fewer tech startups has led to fewer choices, which has led to, among other things, fewer sans-serif logos for misspelled brands, like Lyft with a Y, Capital with a Q, or Dictionary with an IE. And when the only real alternative to something as powerful and wide-reaching as Facebook and Instagram is a Vine knockoff developed by the Chinese government, it makes Sophie's choice seem like an easy decision. I'll take the cyanide, please. Now, I'm not going to pretend that I know the ins and outs of each of these companies' controversial business practices, just as I'm not going to pretend that I actually need four cases of LaCroix delivered to my apartment for free within two hours. I need it within one, so I pay six bucks. But it is clear that, to some extent, these companies are getting away with murder. Unless you work at an iPhone factory where it's marked down as a suicide. Gig workers for Amazon's delivery service don't get any benefits. Unless you count the thrill they get from running up their odometer to rush some Brooklyn yuppie his LaCroix. Companies like Apple evade taxes as if their names were written on tasteless hotels. And between YouTube, WhatsApp, Instagram, Apple News, Google Search, and thefacebook.com, these companies control more access to information than a high school theater director taking his time to put up the cast list for this season's production of Rent. On a good day, Jeff Bezos is worth $180 billion, which is enough money to give every person on Earth a DVD of Johnny Depp's reboot of The Lone Ranger. But nobody wants that. And I, like... I'm sure many of you just want these companies to play by the rules. Amazon shouldn't pay between 0 and 1% in taxes. Google shouldn't list 50 ads for its own products before a list of 10 things you are actually searching for. Apple shouldn't be allowed to charge Spotify for the same access to a better music service. And Facebook shouldn't exist. Because if we don't do something to at least rein in these tech companies and hold them to account, these very American brands will continue to show the world exactly what's wrong with America. We're too big to fail, while failing in very big ways. And now it's time for the O.J. Simpson Twitter update. Hey, Twitter world. Hey, Twitter world. Hey, Twitter world. This is me, yours truly. Yours truly. My guest today is Don Rush, an award-winning newspaper columnist and the associate publisher of the Lake Orion Review, Clarkston News, Oxford Leader, an Ortonville citizen. Don, thanks for joining me. Thank you, Greg. On Thursday, OJ weighed in at the intersection of sports and politics. Hey, Twitter world, it's me, yours truly. Well, it's hot here in Las Vegas, so I'm sitting around my house watching TV, and I got to tell you, it's getting kind of depressing. <laughs> watching politics on TV, I've never seen it so divisive, so hateful. And now we got a lot of politics coming into sports. Um, Earl Warren, the Supreme Court justice in the 50s, he wrote, and I read, he said he reads the sports pages first because you read about man's accomplishments in the sports pages and, uh, uh, and his downfall in the rest of the paper. That seemed pretty apropos about what's happening now. Take care. Stay safe. Don, what do you think about what OJ had to say? I say, who doesn't read the sports section first? Everything else is just fake. It's biased. Innuendo, rumor. Unfortunately, I agree with uh, OJ. I hate to say it. Sign me up. Mm-hmm. And what do you think about OJ? He's a murderer. That's this week's OJ Simpson Twitter update. Don, thanks for joining me. Thank you, Greg. Have a good one. 
And that's the latest, written, recorded, produced by Greg Ott. OJ Simpson Twitter update produced by Christy Forsh. Hey, if you like the show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, other weird apps. They're all weird, but please subscribe and tell a friend to listen if you like the show. Latestpod.com, uh, if you want to go to the website, we have a website, latestpod.com. I'm on Twitter at underscore Greg Ott. Yeah, right. See you soon. And by see you soon, I mean hear you soon. And by hear you soon, I mean you'll be hearing me soon. And by hearing me soon, I mean you will soon be hearing me do another episode of this podcast.